Yeah, Rude Nation. It's your boys, the Rude Boys. I'm sure macho man Chris Savage. Yeah. All right, yeah. So you just... Tom, you're supposed to do like a rhyme or something. You're the genius in this bit. Come on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> up the wrong tree, brother, if you want genius. Should have swapped roles. Anyway, it's the oh, Rude Boys. Man. Back again, Rude Boys Power Hour Plus, episode 91. Yes. Great. Okay, cool. Thank no. you. Um, I am Sherm. I'm Tom. And... We are going to talk about wrestling video games. Uh, we're very excited about this. We both did research. Um, yes. And uh, again, Nation, we're going to have to tell you this uh, first and foremost. We're not experts in this field. So this is not going to be a complete list. This is not going to be very thorough. We're just talking about our memories, our favorite games. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've been with us for 91 plus episodes. So fucking deal with it. Yeah, you know, you, you, you know how we roll. Exactly, yeah. And this, uh, speaking of role, this kind of rolls into our uh, attempted wrestle special. Um, uh, we did watch the Royal Rumble when it aired. Um, we had a lot of technical difficulties trying to do that shit virtually. But uh, needless to say, it was uh, thrown in the fucking trash. Uh, but it was a good time, though. It was. Yes. You uh, had me spoiling stuff, you know. It was a good time. Yeah, right. Yeah, there was a little bit of delay between feeds, um, but it was a good time. And, um, the, I think the wrestling uh, kind of fever hit us uh, hit us a little hard. So that's why we were going to talk about some wrestling yeah. uh, video games. And it's WrestleMania season. It is. We are on the road to WrestleMania, brother. Yeah. Um, what do you got in your mouth there, Tommy? Yeah. I got some uh, Belvi Passion Fruit Seltzer. Okay. We're going to get a fresh open. Okay. Oh. That was pretty good. Did it spill everywhere? I see your face. It might have ended up on my keyboard a little on, bit. Tom, I have to say, that angle and that face, not a good combination, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I might have to, I'm going to have to cut this out and put this... I'm going to put this on... on um, uh, might put this on YouTube because I have a concoction right here, my friend. What um, are you doing? First off... Let me what let me explain this right now. There are not a lot of wrestling cocktails out there. Sure, there's like, you know, people make some funny stuff up, but like you have great wrestling move names, suplex, pile driver, clothesline, power bomb. Yeah. Really hard oh. to find cocktails out there with those names, you know? Okay. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram at Tesherms, T-E-H underscore S-H-E-R-M-S. I've been posting a lot of, uh, I, I dabble in some mixology. So I've been posting a lot of my uh, concoctions that I find online. And um, there's three cocktails that are going to be up on my Instagram, uh, not per recording, but as per posting. And uh, one of them is a power bomb, which is basically just a, a shooter, drop it in an energy drink and drink it down. Uh, another drink is a suplex, which okay. is kind of a riff on a Bloody Mary. Um, the origin of this specific cocktail was from a, a, a bartending video game called Valhalla, basically called Valhalla, but it was like VA-11, whatever, whatever. Um, And this uh, Nightmare in a Glass is is called a pile driver. And it is uh, one part rum, dark rum, one part vodka, and uh, I guess really two parts or whatever. The other third is a mixture of orange juice and Coca-Cola. So uh, this is not the smartest thing I've ever done. We're gonna but, 
we're gonna take that ride we're gonna take that ride and this is gonna be a a fresh tasting i did not taste it at all finally sniffed it it does not smell great next Um, time we're in the studio together we're we're taking that ride together yeah because i i might just ralph on the floor so maybe it is good that we're doing it virtually all right nation so oh i'm here for the I'm gonna I'm gonna drink it. Bonnie's here. Wish me luck. Clink it up. Clink it up, Tommy. Clink it up, Rude Nation. Clink. Clink. It's kind of weird. It doesn't like. It's like four awful flavors that all counteract each other. And um, it's actually not terrible. Yes, that, that that could be thanks to the ice watering it down, um, but I really like really the only thing that's oh yeah no it's a really bad aftertaste. It's like a, just a rummy aftertaste. It's fine, huh? It's fine. fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was the live taste tests. I'm Cheers. Uh, I'm curious. We're gonna you, you, you're gonna have to make me one. Oh, it doesn't get better. I uh, smelled it. I smelled it. You don't. You're. It popped my eyebrows off. Oh, you might like the. You might like the suplex drink, Tommy. I know you like your spicy um, tomato-based yeah. drinks, like I Bloody do. Mary or Gordon's breakfast. So, I'm all right, Tom. So now that we got all that uh, delicious fluid in our mouth, Tom, uh, should we move on into? I have delicious fluid. I don't know about you, buddy. <laughs> Let's move on into Blitzkrieg news. Blitzkrieg it up. So starting off in games, as we always do. Oh, God, that's a drink. Sorry, go ahead. You better finish it. I plan to. And die. Yeah, I, I will expire. Welcome to die. Um, starting off in video games. Uh, so the tall lady from Resident Evil 8 that people are thirsty for is nine feet tall. Yo, I'm down. I'm down. Tom, are you are you in this camp? Are you firmly in this camp where you want this tall uh, this tall lady to crush you? I, I I enjoy all types of heights, sizes. <laughs> I, you know what? Bring it on. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. You know. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not fixated with this one lady, but I mean. How do people know that she's nine feet tall? Like, did they actually measure her on the screen? Tommy, beautiful segue, beautiful segue. So the game director for Resident Evil 8, Village, um, came out and said to the world on Twitter how tall this lady is. And he said it completely innocently. Like, it's almost like, man, it's really great that, you know, this character I created, people are really, really excited for her. And people were asking why she's so tall and how tall is she? So he confirmed that basically feeding into the frenzy of all these, um, you know, uh, crush queen people or something. I don't know. Hey, whatever, man. We don't judge. Let's not shame. It's what it is, man. It's another chapter in the saga. Okay. I am kind of interested because it seems like Resident Evil 8 is going like vampires and werewolves, which I kind of dig. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, God, it doesn't get better. Finish it. Uh, Finish it. Zelda Zelda series turns 35 on 221. Yep. Um, Nation, we did a Zelda episode. Um, I don't know if you knew this. It was called The Big Old Pig of an Episode. 
Episode 54, big old pick of an episode. We did a whole Zelda retrospective, a whole Zelda saga thing like we just did for Mario Kart, like we did for Pokemon, like we did for Mario yeah. games. Yeah. Um, we don't really feel the need to do another Zelda episode. We're going to refresh that. Uh, I plan on celebrating the day. I'm going to replay The Legend of Zelda on the NES via the NES Switch online app. Um, yeah, I'll probably dabble and get aggravated and leave it. Oh, sure, yeah. Like I do with uh, Zelda games. States, man. Who cares? No shame. We don't shame here. You shame me. No shame, baby. You shame me a lot. What else we got, Tommy? We got, we actually got comic news. There it is. Fantastic Four Life Story coming in May. Okay, so if you've heard us talk about Spider-Man Life Story, this is going to be in the same vein as that where you're going to actually see the Fantastic Four aging. So which means you're going to, you're definitely going to see. I don't know. Sue Richards as a widow because that 50 year old man that she marries when she's 18 is gonna die in like issue two. Um, it'll probably be a thing, sure. Yeah, so you know, eventually you'll probably, you, you know, you'll see uh Franklin and Valeria sure. take over. Uh, which the funny thing is, Jonathan Hickman kind of did a life story already with like, um, his Fantastic Four run, yeah, with his Fantastic Four run. He, okay. It, it was like um, you saw like the thing in Mister Fantastic in like different time er- like different okay. errors in time. So, cool. and apparently the thing was immortal because he's rocks. Sure. Yeah, I was actually just thinking about what about Namor? Is Namor? I mean, I mean, he he was around in World War Two. So, like, does he age slowly too as being? Um, oh God, I feel like we're getting into the woods in this. Is he like? A hundred percent mutant, or is he like half mutant, half Atlantean? Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. Oh, yes. thank God. I kind of, I feel like I dodged a bullet right there. You did. Okay, good. And so maybe that helps him not he, age as fast. Yeah, his age he ages slower because he is. Um, oh God. You know, they've said like the depths of the sea like help um, retard his uh, aging process. Sure. So. so he's obviously going to be there to scoop up the the widow Richards. Um, uh, depends on what route they go because if they because you you read Earth X right? No. No. Okay. Well, you know what ha- Do you know what happens in Namor and Earth X? I do not. Word? So we might. Hey, interesting. Let's put a pin <laughs> in that, Tommy. You're gonna hate me. Uh, moving on to movies. Yes. Resident Evil reboot slotted for September 3rd. This is uh, going to be a Netflix, right? No, this is not going to be a Netflix. This is going to be a theatrical one. The Netflix one is like a different origin show or something like okay. that. This is just a reboot film franchise with a younger cast, uh, but they are going more towards the, the game characters as opposed to the original content. Do not steal that uh, Paul W.S. Anderson uh, and his uh, nepotism. I mean, uh, his, his completely talented wife, uh, in that film series, that film franchise, that blockbuster film franchise. Those fucking movies, man. So bad. Well, we'll see. Huh? We'll see. We'll see if this one yeah. does any better. Uh, Hack Snyder redesigns Leto's Joker for JL Max. Yes. Did, um, did you see this? Yeah, I saw it. He looks... He looks like... 
a horrible version of the crow. Right. He looks, or he looks like he just came out of his mom's basement, ready to go to, you know, an insane clown posse concert. Yeah, at, at pretty much on par with like, all the Hack Snyder bullshit that's been putting. Like, where's the Fago, man? Come he, on. Um, someone asked him, I guess, in an interview where, like, it's like, oh, so this is Jared Leto's Joker portrayal. So it, there's some sort of connection between the original Suicide Squad, not the James Gunn one coming out this year. Um, and they're like, oh, what happened to the tattoos and stuff like that? And he basically just said, I don't know. Like, dude, this is your fucking creation. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, uh, it's just so like, we're, I'm going to have a good time ripping into this movie when it comes out. Dude, and I can there is a trailer out as per posting. Uh, it came out on uh, February 14th. So you can love yourself and your others and your loved ones and watch that thing. I cannot wait for us to do a Boys go to the movies and rip this thing. We're definitely going to, and I hate to say it, I ha- I'm going to have to see the original Justice League just to be like, okay, right. here's we'll where we're at. We'll do a horrible double feature. Horrible, it's the same movie. Oh, no. We'll just right. drink. What else we got? All right. Rumors. Uh, Sony offers Craven to Keanu. Oh, God. Keanu uh-huh. Reeves, that is not Keanu the cat. Yes, very um. good. Um, <laughs> Tom, how does uh, how does Keanu fit into the role? You think as as the resident Craven expert here? You think this is hot shot casting, or you, you think well, it's Keanu? I'm sure he'll do fine, but yeah, is he your top pick? I don't know who my top pick would be. Honestly, you know, who my top pick would probably be. I don't know, you need someone who could do like a really good like Russian accent. Right, yeah. I was gonna say Pedro Pascual uh Pascal. Uh-huh. He's a little busy. Like we'll get to that later. Yeah, I know. All right, but I figured that's not, that that's would not be, a bad pick. I figured that'd be hot shot casting though. Uh, definitely now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. And there's like uh, a Jason Momoa or something like that, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, Momoa would be good. The dude who plays Deadshot. I'm sorry, Deathstroke. Oh, Joe Mangiello. Joe Mangiello. Joe Mangiello. Yeah. Joe Mangiello. Right. Who, honest, well, that would be a, a fun cast because he played Flash in the Raimi trilogy. So he was already kind yeah. of like an antagonist to Peter Parker already. That's right. That's in right. Same, in the same vein that uh what was it jake gyllenhaal was gonna be the recasted once when toby mcguire got uh injured yeah so a little tongue-in-cheek stuff yeah, which, uh, a little bit after the most recent episode of wandavision yeah they like doing that shit seriously which nation, is, we got our so- rude boys reacts on youtube bit.ly forward slash food boys YouTube. Sorry, Tom. Go ahead. Oh, you motherfucker. I, 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 oh, I hate you. Virtual um, recording is hard. I'm sorry. Sony will fuck it up regardless. They, uh, you know they, what? They'll fuck her even up. Yeah, they're just going to have Woody Harris to play him. And you know, they're, they're, unfortunately, there's nothing to really go on because, like, you really can't think about uh, Into the Spider-Verse because that's an animated thing that was kind of, like, on its own and had nothing to do with this weird, you know, MCU-adjacent franchise. Right. Um, we still really don't know the extent of, like, how 
Tom Holland's Spider-Man fits into like even that fucking the, that Venom movie. You know, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens when Morbius comes out uh, next year or when Venom Two comes out. Let there be carnage. Let My drink just keeps getting better and better. What was that? My drink just keeps getting better and better. Oh, okay. I'm glad one of us is happy. Um, so anyway, that, that is enough Spider-Man talk uh, for the moment. What else are you going to tell me? TV. Ryan Coogler is bringing a Wakanda series, probably to Disney+. Plus. Yep. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. Can't say much too, too much about it because we don't know. What's exactly, up. yes. So we just know that it's going to be happening. Yes. Um, Sonic Prime is official. Yep. Um, this was uh, kind of leaked, I think, uh, late last year, and um, Netflix finally confirmed it. It is uh, going to be like a CG hybrid cartoon out on Netflix with Sonic the Hedgehog. So another Sonic cool. cartoon. Yeah. Sure. Bring it on. Eating those chili dogs. Uh, imagine, imagine they got Jaleel White. That'd be great. Oh my God. Uh, HBO picks Bella Ramsey for Ellie and Pedro Pascal for Joel. For the Last of Us adaptation that they're doing. Yes, thank you. I was getting to that. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't on the. It wasn't written on the notes, so I didn't think you were. Not a total robot. Uh, kind um, of funny that her last name is Ramsey. I know, right? And she's a she's a Game of Thrones actress. Yeah, same with Pedro Pascal, like a uh, Game of Thrones actress, actor. Blah 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 blah, actor. Yeah, but he doesn't have the last name of a villain. True. Yes, but That's you have you I have two at. Game of Thrones actors. Fucking clown. <laughs> yes. All right. You Jared Leto clown. Um, oh, so just a sad out of mama's basement clown. Um, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Can you drive me to the ICP show? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, where's my fairy go? Um, the, uh, so what we're talking about is, so Pedro Pascal, we think that he's now getting to a point. Tom lost it. Tom's delirious. Uh, do we think this is now hotshot casting, Tommy? <laughs> yes, totally. Okay. Fair. Agreed. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, um, the Mandalorian was hot and heavy. Um, yeah. Also, uh, I did find out that that apparently he has, I think, what's called like first choice in this uh, show, which means that him filming this show, movie adaptation, whatever you want to call it, takes priority now over the Mandalorian. Um, so I don't know if that's gonna mess up chapter uh, chapter three uh season three or whatever who knows we don't know anything about the new mandalorian if it's going to be just book of boba fett whatever just give me all just give me it all as boba fett and sure. ming now when sure I'm and fine uh and maybe gina carano too uh no <gasps> what uh, gina carano got axed from lucasfilm because she's stupid yes um, she, you know, she's another one of these fucking actors who say just because they have a social media that they have a fucking platform. Sure. We can, you and I can say horrible shit on our platform. Yes. Because we're not seen as role models. I uh, yeah, I would hope I would hope not, because I mean look at this, look at this poison I'm drinking right now. I mean, don't, you're my kids, role model. don't try this at home. You're my role model if you finish that. Oh well, yeah. 
no, if I finish this, you might have to rethink your life because like, like what the fuck am I doing with this this guy? Um Chris. Yeah. Here, what? It's fine. Okay. <laughs> um here's the deal, Nation. Um people want to talk about like you you can't have an opinion in Hollywood, da 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 da. Like, you know what? Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of those posts. Yeah, because um, you, you know, and free speech, this and that. Um, I, I feel like when you are when you are a celebrity, and I hate to say this uh, to the individual level, but like you kind of give up a little part of yourself because, in addition to um, speaking to millions and uh, hundreds of millions of people uh, via social media or your um, uh, acting ability, um, or with Gino Carano just being there. Um, you also represent the people that employ you. So if mm-hmm. you're saying something, it's one thing to say, you know, uh, counter political stuff or whatever like that. But if you're trying to uh, deny that we're in a pandemic and that um, Republicans are just as persecuted as the Jews or um, you're a Sandy Hook denier or something like that, it's not cancel culture because it's like uh, you, you, just, you just, just stop. Just stop right there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you know, I hate to say it. I think, you know, another person who is employed by Disney, uh-huh. um, you know, she probably lost her chance to be Black Panther, the girl who plays Shuri. Right. Yeah. She did. Oh, yeah. She, she was against the, um, the vaccine. Um, that was something that we did not touch in Blitzkrieg News a while ago, but yeah. Um, it's like just shut your mouths, right? You don't you don't have to spout every little thing sure. that 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 floats around in your coke-addled brain. You yep. know, just just fucking chill. Like, sure. I mean, all right. Let's face facts. Jane Carano, it's not a huge loss. She's not that great of an actress anyway. Sure. Yep. Um, I I I mean, losing that character possibly kind of sucks. Um, yeah, I get it, but eh. I was I was seeing that uh, they should recast uh, Lucy Lawless to play Cara Dune. Ah, uh, that that that'd be pretty good. Um, I saw the um, the writing staff for um, Star Wars Battlefront Two push for the character Eden Versio, who uh, again with original character, former Empire, became a rebel. At this point, is kind of like you know could possibly pop on, you know. And the actress so who mo capped her and everything was also the facial uh, scan person. So, you know, okay. there you go. You got someone right there who could fit that role perfectly. Perfect. There awesome. All right. Moving on. Um, trailer talk. Did you see this trailer for uh, the, uh, the show HBO show called The Nevers? Hey, guess what? I didn't. So tell me about this. <sighs> you know, I, I, I put things on hoping that you would watch it. Oh, doesn't feel too good, does it? You do it much more. And no, it's not true. That's not true. <laughs> it's a Victorian uh, superhero show. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still fighting this drink down. Sorry. It's going to be on uh, HBO, uh, HBO Max. It looks pretty cool. Uh, um, okay. I, it, really, no one in it that I saw. Okay. Um, I like, think no maybe- names. Yeah, I think maybe Char- I saw Charles dance in it really quick. Okay. I think, but I don't know. All those Brits look alike. Yeah, that, that's, 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 yeah, they got the face, the teeth. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
but yeah, show looks pretty cool. Um, I'll definitely you, check it out when it comes yeah, out. You know what? I'll, I'll um, check the trailer out. Yeah, when you say Victorian like superhero thing, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm curious yeah. about that. Right? Like a yeah. Marvel 1602 sort of thing. Yeah, that, yeah, kind of like that. Get that reference, yeah, buddy. Did you ever read 1602? No. Do you yeah. have it? Uh, I don't know. I gotta look. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. We're spoiling spoiling it, Nation. I'm sorry. Uh, moving on to wrestling. Yes. Uh, New Japan Wrestling gets a gets a deal with Roku. Um. Yeah, so through Roku, the Roku channel, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling content is going to be available on um, that platform. Um, Tommy, I actually have a, a smart TV down in the basement. I'm looking at it right now, and it really? is tied in with Roku. I didn't know that. I, uh, I Honestly, I, it, w- it was not something that I kind of like really fucked around with because it was just a matter of like, oh, it's a smart TV. Cool. Give me the apps and that's it. Have a great day. Um, I, didn't know, I didn't know you had a smart TV. I, 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 you know, I didn't help you go get, get it either. Oh God! I'm trying to explain it to the nation, Tom. All right, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to slight you. I feel slighted. Oh, I don't know. To, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but did you know you could watch you could watch TV shows on a television, Tom? I did not know this. <laughs> I thought it was just Netflix. No. Um. So like the the Roku app, there's a whole Roku channel that <laughs> Tom Tom's lost it um <laughs> that gives you I guess like sort of live television that's streaming through I mean it's not mm-hmm. like you know CBS NBC Fox and shit but it's like right, whatever's right. available to stream for free is there um they actually have like a, a, a stadium channel or something like that where they have ring of honor so I'm like oh that's pretty cool uh I flicked it on I have no idea what the fuck I watched but how much you gotta pay for it no you don't yeah, it, it's part of the Roku channel. So anyone who has a Roku device or Roku TV has the Roku channel. And to get back to what we were talking about with New Japan, um, I was trying to look into it. It started today as per recording. So February 11th, they have content from, I believe it's Wrestle Kingdom 14, the most recent one pre-pandemic. Um, and um, I, I threw on like Lance Archer versus John Moxley for a little bit. Um, and it, it's pretty cool. It seems like it's more of like an on-demand thing. So like, it's not like it doesn't fit into the whole, when I hear Roku channel, I'm thinking like, oh, check in at 5 PM on Thursday and they'll play new Japan shit. Like, no, it's right. actually like they have like 10 quote unquote episodes up, uh, because I guess they just chopped up the matches, but it's, it's, it's a new platform. Um, especially I know new Japan has their streaming service and anyone who's got Roku, just check it out, man. I don't have to tell you. Awesome. This is a wrestling episode, brother. Get with it. Actually, nothing in Corona Mania. What? For now. We'll see what happens between recording and posting, but... That deserves a drink. Uh, is that it? That's it. Take a drink. Uh, Let me make some room. Not used to soda. I truly am not. Tom, you gotta you gotta say the thing. How do you I always try- end Blitzkrieg News? Why am I drawing a blank on this shit? It's, it's always and that's all we have. Oh, and that's all we <laughs> shit. Blitzkrieg News. Tom, when you when you were watching wrestling back in the day, 
and you saw someone uh, in the biz call it get color uh, and, you know, get bloodied and stuff. Did you ever, as a child, as an impressionable youth, think they used ketchup or no? No. Okay. What did you think they used, like, blood packet? Yes. Okay. You didn't think they actually uh, fucking cut their their heads or something like the men they are? And blood capsules. Spreading their HIV. Um, All right. So no ketchup. But there's ketchup right now, so let's catch up. Okay. That was bad. Um, Tommy, you've got big news. Big news. Big news in the Final Fantasy Odyssey. Yes. So in my Final Fantasy journey, I have com- not 100%, but I completed the story of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hey. I don't know how well that's going to come out, so... I'm only doing that horrible. Well, I mean, to you, it might sound good to me. Um, yeah. Congratulations, Tommy. So, how, how do you feel about it? this? Is your first game you've beaten uh, for the year, correct or no? Uh, yes. Okay. First game I've beaten for the year. Very good. Um, very good. You know, had to, like I said, had to drop it down to easy. Uh, <laughs> sure. No shame. We say. I didn't lose any. Uh, I didn't lose any like FMVs or anything. It was everything was there still. Are you, so. are you are you are you sure that, that Barrett just didn't look at you and say call you a pussy because you put it on easy? <laughs> Dude, I got I got so confused with this whole like had to get summons. Mm. And then I thought, we were talking about guy. this off air, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to a guy at work. He's just like, "Dude, you got to do those VR missions." I was like, "Right." Oh, fuck. So yeah, like I said, can definitely uh, pick up this game on my own and sure. I jump right back into it right away, but okay. you know, jump into it at one point. So sure, yeah. Uh, great game though, beautiful, beautiful oh, game. Yeah. Like I some saw- of the things, like some of the changes they made. I, I like, I was just like, oh shit! Like story wise, you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. you can talk. You, if you want to talk freely about it, you can. I mean, it's been about a year since it came out. I watched Bonnie play it, and I have no real nostalgia for the original. So, but I know like all about it. So talk freely. Like there, Go ahead. Like, like there was a part where, like, you know, you're you're in uh, President Shinra's uh, office, and Sephiroth runs Barrett through, and I was like, "Uh, the fuck!" Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I thought they, you know, Red Thirteen looked really good. Mm, yeah. Um, a little disappointed. I couldn't play as him. Yeah, because I mean, he he wasn't real playable in at that point in the original, right, or something. No, as soon as you run into him when he joins the party. Oh, okay. So I, I guess they wanted to kind of keep it, yeah, more tight and not introduce a character that late. Right. Exactly. Um, I did get the hang of like the battle system, which was nice. Sure. Um, towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good like 25, 30 hours to get used to it, and then exactly. Um, you know, I was just trying to explain to one of our friends and he's like, wow, that sounds really good. I was like, dude, it's not a turn-based game. Right. Yeah. Again, that, like, that would be what I, w- I would get into this version of Final Fantasy seven versus the other one. Cause the other one, like with the active time battle is, you know, it kind of, it keeps you on your toes, but it's yeah. just a little too antiquated for me to go back because like, I didn't grow up with that. Right. Right. So you're saying this is better. I'm not saying that because I I did not touch Final Fantasy VII Remake. You're saying, you're but saying, 
I would get into Final Fantasy VII Remake before I got into the original. That's what I mean. Yes. That's what I mean. Okay. Um, Just such such a beautiful game. Oh, yeah. I've said it before. Final Fantasy series probably has some of the best video game music. Yeah, I agree. In in video game history. Um, I agree. That and Castlevania. Like, some of the best music. As a as an um, fan of Final Fantasy, I agree with you. Like it, Nobuo Uematsu, like his music is uh, phenomenal. So good, yeah, it really is. Um, but yeah, so now it's I'm not gonna jump into 15 right away because I kind of wanna. Smart. I I, I want I, you know I want to do some damage on 10 and sure, eight. sure, and then you know while I was waiting for you before I was on 14 and I was probably gonna start making a new character. Oh, uh, God. You're well, crazy, man. I really am. It's a sickness. Well, at least with 14, it, you know, it doesn't end. So at least yeah. that's... Right, yeah. 14 is going to be a constant, I I, I think. Especially I mean, have been playing it for, I feel like, a full year almost, right? Yeah, they just announced a new... They just announced a new DLC. Ah. Oh, yeah, I, I did see that, yes. So, looks pretty cool. Nice. Just as much as the others, so... But yeah, what have you been playing? If uh, playing wise, I've been uh, I finished up uh, Scott Pilgrim, the complete edition. Uh, okay. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the complete edition that came out for Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, whatever the fuck. Um, great game. Um, it came out in January, I believe, and um, I loved it. Um, I did kind of cheese it a little bit. There's some ways where you can kind of like grind to get money to get. Right. That's um, which is kind of the point because like you can't it there's like it's like level based, but the level bases just unlock moves. It doesn't give you more strength or defense and shit. You actually have to buy items. Um so I feel like I did everything on the level, but that was kind of like what I went in to do. And um the first time I beat the game, I owned it on the 360. Tommy and I tried to play it when we did our big time Scott Pilgrim episode. Game fucking froze. So thank God it's on modern platforms and it's playable. And um, we got some physical editions coming in soon. Uh, nice. Can't wait for that. So you can't take that away from me, Ubisoft. Uh, oh, great game. They'll turn around and be like, oh, yeah, we're not releasing this now. Yeah, right. Just be like, oh, fuck. You know what? We got to pull it again. Hey, you bastards. What uh, else? What else? I, that was pretty much all I've been playing. Um, I mean, I, I, I've been dabbling back into Xenoblade Chronicles, trying to get back into that. Um, okay. We got Mario 3D World coming out soon. Um, and uh, I, like I said, I, I'm going to replay Legend of Zelda um, in, the, in about a week's time. So trying okay. to dock it best I can. Nice, nice. I've uh, I watched the show, Dave. Yeah, I I feel like I, I knew I was gonna get a, that reaction from you, Tommy. So so what's your what's your take on on Dave? I don't know. I've seen that trail. Like I've seen the trailers for it, and I'm like, it's not a Tom show. It is not a Tom show. No. Yeah, you know, it is. Like... It, it is what I I would say. It's a it's a semi autobiographical television show based off the uh the rapper little dicky um who's a white jew um and i really love how he flows like i i love he's got like a very fast cadence and he doesn't 
he kind of says shit as spoiler alert a white man kind of like picks up on um very funny stuff uh his show is actually very kind of heartwarming like uh he gets like uh this crew of like you know just like you know his girlfriend and his hype man and his manager and uh, the dude who does his beats and like that's really what the show is all about i feel like you you see a lot of development between them you see them fight you see them argue and then you see them kind of come together um and that that was my biggest takeaway with the with the show um it was okay. very friend oriented uh which was pretty cool i like that yeah i like what wasn't like laugh out loud funny don't get me wrong but it was very like like oh that's pretty that's pretty funny you know how i am i get why it's funny it's not just for me, but no, it, 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 was, it was enjoyable. Oh, oh God. God. I just want to tease you. Take a drink for that stupid joke. I don't remember yep. the joke, but I'll take a drink. <laughs> You're not going to remember this episode. <laughs> no, I probably will. Um, Bonnie and I also, also watched the, the Devil All the Time, which was a, a movie we were going to try to watch for Rudetober. Uh, it turns out Tom not a horror Tom. movie. It's considered a mystery thriller, which can actually be considered also a horror movie. Stop just like. that. I mean, this is like the Donkey Kong Country's a beat-em-up. Stop that. Seven, <laughs> you're seven, like, seven, you're blurring the lines too much. Seven is considered a thriller, but it also lands in horror. Right, because there's like... Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yup. So anyway... Who, if, who, no, Tom, no, stop. Stop, stop, stop. If the genre of thriller exists, it, it, that's what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to no. die on this hill. Nope. Yes. You're wrong. Are there ghosts in it? That doesn't mean it's a horror. Yeah. Uh, so, so There's the serial killer. <sighs> that's kind of horrifying. The movie Hush. But it's not following... The serial killer. The serial killer is there. You're following the cops trying to solve the mystery. You're following all three. Uh, no, you're not. You don't see fucking, spoiler alert, Kevin Spacey um, until two thirds into that movie. Probably uh, three quarters of a three quarters right? of the movie. But still, you're following him through his victims. That's what plot is. That's <laughs> <laughs> called plot, Tommy. Like what is, what is just the cops just got you gonna just see them like man it's a pretty quiet week no no murder has happened <laughs> Tom's lost it anywho the devil of the time I would not consider a horror movie it's a drama there are thriller elements into it it's basically <clears throat> Tom Holland killing a bunch of people because he had a rough upbringing um pretty good cast um you had a uh, winter soldier was away. there pennywise spider-man um you had the whole the whole gamut of people basically the new batman he's there too um yeah yeah i had no idea that he went around killing people until you just told me did you know the trailer no i didn't that, that was uh, all right well he did he's not like a serial killer though don't get me wrong he's like a you know his stuff is justified and I, that's all I'm going to say. It was pretty good. That's it. That's mm. the seal of approval right there. It was pretty good. Uh-huh. Tommy, did you watch anything, buddy boy? No. Oh, but okay. I, 
but I finished listening to a book series. Oh, these are books. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell us all about them. Uh, for uh, yeah, I, I read Young Avengers Volume One and Two. Okay, nice. Bestowed uh to me by you. Yep. Um, pretty good. Like I, 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 I forgot how heartwarming that see like those books are. Um, you know, group of kids who are just trying to figure shit out and like trying to like keep uh Casey Lang together because Scott Lang got murdered by the Scarlet Witch. So like, you know, they're also trying to figure out their places in the superhero community. You have Captain America and Iron Man who want to shut them down if they show up. Right. Because they don't want, you know, kids dying, like emulating them. Which makes sense because, you know, Captain America lost a sidekick. Right. So who came back more badass. Does this uh, take place in the in the normal continuity, uh, the six one six, or is it like an alternate? Nope. Okay. This is where you're introduced to Hulkling and Wiccan and Speed, um, or whatever the hell is. Which apparently is. I think they are in the new Guardians of the Galaxy book that's going to be starting up. Yeah, I saw that. It seems like they're just putting everybody in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like I think Doctor Doom's in the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I was just gonna. I, I just said that. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Don't let it happen again. Can't can't blame that. I'm just looking how flush I am now because of this fucking stupid alcoholic drink. Sorry. I'm not complaining. I'm just looking. I'm like, damn. I know I usually look good, but not this good. You look like me all the time. Flushed. Uh, (laughs) What? We're not a visual medium, Tom. The nation does not uh, approve of this. Uh, But Young Avengers, though. Very good. Okay, is this an ongoing? It, obviously, uh, so so these gra- the graphic novels that I gave you tell stories that took place h- how long ago? Like, I want to say I want to say ten years ago, maybe. Oh, okay, so so it's been a little bit, and they've these characters are only, if you know the only characters that I know that are have anything to still do with Marvel is uh, Kate Bishop. Right. Okay. Sure. The, she hangs out with Hawkeye. Right. Um, it's a weird relationship that, like, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. And then you have Hulkling and um, Wiccan, where the story Empire, okay. you know, that, that revolved around them. Gotcha. So these characters are still kicking around some way, yeah. somehow. And the kid who um, plays Iron Lad is Kang, I believe? Is, is that the yes. deal? Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he was Kang in the first book, and then they find they 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 find like a vision memory bank that they put into the body, and weird. I like, I, I I'm um, remembering why I gave this up because I'm like, this is a little too timey wimey. Like, you know what it is? As soon as you introduce Kang, it's just like enough. It's gotta be Kang. Super scroll, super scrolls in it. Uh, um. Now you got shapeshifters in the mix. Oh boy, the Cree show up. Oh no! Now I remember why I gave this up because I'm like, I this is very confusing, and and I feel like Young Avengers was something that I I probably picked up when we were all working at Borders together. So I really wasn't like deep into comics at the time. Um, So when I'm seeing like aliens and this and that and this, I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. So well, they come they in volume two. 
uh, the Korean Super Scroll come to Earth because of who uh, Hulkling's uh, parents are. Parents are Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and the Empress of the Scroll Empire. So, wait, Captain Marvel and the Empress of the Scroll Empire. So, like a, I'm doing a visual thing right now. Fucked, yes. But like ladies, not that Captain Marvel. Oh, the man Captain Marvel. So more Marvel. like, like that, or like this, or you know, or like man on top. Movie. All right, Chris. Yeah. When a man, when a man and a woman love each other, no, mm-hmm. no matter the species, he will stick his P in the woman's V, and then he will be in her V, and then they have a baby. Okay, cool. Later. Thank you. Man, you really kind of just illuminated everything right there for me. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> Especially with the phrase, regardless of the species. <laughs> just, you know, footnote, asterisks, regardless of the species. Very good, Tom. I'm glad you're enjoying this comic book. Oh, boy. <laughs> have you been reading anything? Um, I, I'm still reading Star Wars, The High Republic, the first book. Um, I am a very slow reader and these chapters are long. So that's why I'm not reading oh, it right now. Oh, it's an book? But what was that? It's an actual like book book. It's a book book. Yeah. It's not a graphic novel. I know. I was fucking recoiled. Have you been taken over by a scroll? No, because like, okay, so 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 nation, I, I didn't want I didn't really want to put this on the list or anything like that. But the um, the first book that came out in the Star Wars High Republic um push or whatever you want to call it it's called light of the jedi it takes place a hundred plus years before phantom menace um it deals with a lot of stuff i, I was going to talk about it once i finished the book which will probably be right, in, right, at this right, point september um but i am enjoying it and um cool. yeah I, I i'm just very excited for the high republic stuff like it's just cool. it's it's new star wars tales that aren't bogged down by the Skywalker bullshit. Um, so there you go. Um, you know how your boys feel about the Skywalker bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. So put a pin in that nation. We're going to talk about that um, in about uh, 12 episodes time. Uh, I rewatched Tommy Civil War. Uh, okay, the third Captain America movie. What was that? I thought you read Civil War. No, I, that, that I need a, a full omnibus, baby. I need the Doesn't whole. Exist. What was that? Doesn't exist. No, it does. Well, I mean, it exists on Amazon, so I gotta, I gotta hunt it down. It must, dude. Like you have the, you have the Civil War story and all the other ancillary Civil War stuff. Like, dude, that's money on the table if they didn't just put all that shit together. You chill, you nuts. Your birthday's coming up. Um. <laughs> so I watched Captain America: Civil War, the third okay. in the Captain America trilogy. Um. Be- why did I want to watch this? Because we awesome. just watched Devil All the Time, so Tom Holland was there, and also Sebastian Stan was there. So I was like, "Oh shit, I should watch Civil War." So I watched Civil War. Um, Civil War sits with me, kind of like definitely in the top ten MCU movies. Um, especially if I was going to put Infinity War and Endgame kind of like together. Mm-hmm. as one movie but as far as my top five is concerned i didn't know where it fit in regards um sure. and that is also in the same ballpark with um age of ultron and winter soldier 
uh, because those okay. are movies that I, again, outside of this year, saw and was like, oh, I liked that. But did I? And needing a rewatch. Um, but anyway, Civil War, Civil War is a better, is really a better Avengers movie than Age of Ultron. Yes. Um, because I think it does the ensemble stuff a lot better. Everybody kind of stands and, you know, it, it almost doesn't seem like a Captain America movie. But guess what? It is a Captain America movie because you have him still trying to get in touch with uh, Bucky, the Winter Soldier. Um, and when I was watching it, I didn't think it really kind of like was too overwhelming because like really the antagonist is Tony. But Baron Zemo's there behind the scenes doing his shit. He wasn't like the, the, the big villain. Like, you know, he was he was the puppet master. No, they're saving him for the big villain for something else. Well, yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm also excited to see him like that. Uh, with yeah, the I, also, Soldier. I also read something about Captain America Winter Soldier, a rumor who might be in it. Oh, do you want to divulge or no? Uh, possibly Omega Red. <sighs> Ooh. See, okay. It's a rumor. It's a rumor. Sidebar. A rumor. Um, what WandaVision, what WandaVision is doing right now, Nation, um, is exciting. But honestly, I'm just, I, I'm pleased that it is at such a good quality that I really wasn't excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But with WandaVision being so good, I'm getting excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I know it's going to be completely, it's apples and oranges. You have like a, like a, like a psychological almost drama mystery. And then I feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be action. Spy thriller. Espionage, spy thriller. Exactly. Uh, did I use that term right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Oh, Definitely it. not a horror, even though they're wearing masks. Um, but anyway, Civil War is pretty good. That's it. <laughs> the nation heard our thoughts about it. I'm, I'm sure previous episodes ago, uh, but it, it, it still holds up. The, the one thing that, that, that doesn't, that kind of sticks in my craw a little bit is that um, I feel like there were a lot of reshoots and this is like a technical bitch part of me that it's like, I'm seeing like, you know, Scarlett Johansson talked to Robert Downey Jr. And one of them is clearly on set and the other one is just standing in front of a green screen. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, like some weird. And I know that time period of Marvel Studios was a little weird because they were, they were getting the rights or the shared rights to Spider-Man. So like, I'm sure they needed to kind of incorporate that. Um, I remember, honestly, I remember where I was for 9-11 and I remember where I was for the Civil War trailer. <laughs> So there you go. That's a little bit about me, Nation. Okay. Um, but Civil War you know holds what? up. Have a drink. I will. I'm, I'm getting there, man. Oh, boy. That's a plastic cup, right? Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't fucking melt. No, no well, I just mean when you drop it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it'll spill everywhere. It'll be a fucking nightmare. So you just call the dog down and let her lick it up. <clears throat> I can't do that to any creature on this earth. This is my know. burden to bear, and I will bear it. Little DMX is just perked up. I see how the dogs work at the uh, the, the the Tommy Cash Villa, 
I know how they work. I have a, I have a photographic proof of uh, one of your dogs drinking a beer. But anyway, Miss Nita Hunoy there. When she was a puppy. Well, that is true. It's an impressionable youth. There you go. Um, yeah. I have one more thing. Yep. So I was reading, I, listening to um, series of books by this uh, sci-fi author named Brandon Sanderson. Uh, it's called the Mistborn Trilogy. What it's about, it's about the, you know, some like these people, they use different types of metals, give them different types of powers. Like tin enhances their senses. Okay. Um, pewter heals them and gives them like super strength. Okay. Um, you know, and then there are, you know, there are a lot of people, they're called misling, uh, mislings where they can only use one metal at a time. And then you have the people named Mistborns who can use all 11 metals at once. Huh, okay. It follows the journey of this uh, st- uh, street urchin. Her name is Vin. Fat- street urchin, what a fucking phrase. Sorry, continue. That, that's what they call her. Right, yeah, no, I, I, um, I get it. She's fat, you know. You know, she's found by this guy named Calcior, Calcior, who he wants he wants to overthrow the government because you know the Lord Ruler is what you know the tyrant uh, killed his wife and you know, and then you know she meets she she meets like a nobleman and like you know her crew's main thing is they kill noblemen. But she falls in love with one, like a major one. And so, like, you know, things happen in the first book. And then the second book, you see, like, you know, the empire is down. And now they're trying to, like, bring a new empire that works better for everybody, like okay. a democracy. Um, and it doesn't okay. work. And then the third is just bananas. Shit just goes crazy, like decapitations and just it's very it's very cool like how this guy like broke down what each metal can do to like do for people interesting okay so um i will definitely go back and listen to it nice so definitely yeah it's might not be a crisp book but if you ever are into audible it's something to look into. Sure. Um, um, let, let me stop you right there because you said Chris book and mm, mm. I, I know I said I, I know I said I'm reading a book right now, but like that is the first book I've read in two years. So. I know, I know. And you got and, and you got it from the young adult area. No, this is an actual adult <laughs> novel and not a sexy adult novel, a adult level reading book. <laughs> I'm just being a playful asshole. I know. And that is all I've been up to. I want to talk about real quick because this is going to segue nicely into our topic. The uh, Iron Sheik documentary that's on Amazon Prime. Um, Iron Sheik, if the nation is unaware, and I, I feel like the Iron Sheik is one of the more pop culture oriented characters. What... what was that? I don't know. I thought this was like so legend of zelda thing oh no 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 no. 
Uh, but I can see how you would see that because I just wrote it like that. I honestly don't know the title of the thing. I think it's called The Sheik, but he is the Iron Sheik, and there is a wrestler known as The Sheik. Uh, regardless, it is the Iron Sheik documentary that was that that was put out a couple years ago. On it, it was on uh, Amazon Prime right now, available. And um, the Iron Sheik, like I said, is one of those like pop culture kind of like stepping stones in um in wrestling and just in media because like he has such a uh, phenomenal look and the uh, individual that portrayed the iron sheik is you know he knew what he was doing basically it wasn't a matter of being like you know oh i'm an uh iranian and i'm being portrayed this one way like he knew what he was doing like he kind of saw the uh forest through the trees sort of thing like he knew that like you know, I'm going to be hated and I'm okay with that. Um, one of those like old school heels, basically, that would probably get beat the fuck up um, in the 70s, 80s sort of thing. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, a lot of Islamophobia back then. Um, but um, there's a part of me that thinks about this uh, documentary and you see, you do see some exploitation, I'm going to say. And th- th- this is my two cents. Um, there's a part of, in this film, like it is biographical and everything like that, but you do see a part where I guess the filmmakers slash what then becomes the Iron Sheik's like public relations team come to him and be like, listen, like if you hang around me, like, you know, I'll tweet the funny shit you say, we'll put you on YouTube, you know what I mean? Which then basically moved the Iron Sheik up a notch within social media. Like, I mean, if you follow the Iron Sheik right now on Twitter, he's basically just whatever's trending. He'll just say, fuck this. This is a jabroni. This is the real, like, you know, that's how, that's how he is. Um, However, that is not him tweeting. Spoiler alert. It's this, it's these people. Sure. Um, And after, you know, movies like the wrestler and just like, we're going to get into some wrestling stuff, spoiler. um, You see, that maybe he might be taken advantage of, but I don't think so because these people are coming from a certain fandom. They're like, I love the Iron Sheik. I want to work with him. I want to put him on Twitter. Like, you know, it's a different generation. You have a generational gap. You know, Iron Sheik ain't making public appearances on WWE. You know, you're going to have the more, you know, uh, I hate to say it, better English-speaking wrestlers out there you're gonna get your hulk hogan's out there yeah you know you get your nia jackson's who scream i'm a hole there you go oh no there you go you had to go with that um but Uh, (laughs) but, uh, chic is fantastic um the iron chic cool um and it was a good uh it was a good um little documentary they had there very impressive though that they got uh, the names that they got because like the iron sheik uh, i think in unbeknownst to a lot of people are very influential with the rocks career as a wrestler so they actually got dwayne johnson to oh. um to say some stuff uh, cool. a lot of stuff too which was which was cool not just like a quick like yeah iron sheik number one like no he was talking about you know growing up seeing him in the backstage and you know wh- when he was coming up and you know giving him advice and stuff like that like yeah. There was a lot of Dwayne Johnson, and rightfully so, because, you know, as of now and as of when they filmed that shit, he was probably one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. So, 
uh, pretty cool. Also, I mean, you got like McFoley and stuff like that, Jake the Snake Roberts, um, uh, just a bunch of people. And it's a good wrestling documentary. Um, okay. It is it is safe also. Like they really don't go into like the demons like are very typical of the 80s uh, or 70s and 80s wrestlers at the time. Oh, exactly, yeah. Or crack. Because uh, yeah, he, he was a big crack smoker. Was he? According to the documentary, yeah. I, I feel like if he wasn't, they wouldn't bring it up. But you said it was safe. That's why I was asking. It was safe in the sense that it, it was a feel-good story, and obviously, Iron Sheik is still—I'm going to say air quotes—tweeting to this day. So, yeah. One day, I would like to make it either as an individual or as the Rude Boys to a point where the Sheik. I keep calling him that. I'm sorry. The Iron Sheik calls us out on Twitter. I'm sure I could do something. You think so? You think you get like, Atomic Cash, you are the real. Or you are the jabroni. I break you your back. I put you in a camel clutch. I make you humble and I fuck you ass. Iran number one. Iron Sheik number one. Tommy Cash. Hawk three. Something like that. I think I can work on. I think I can do something. All right, cool. Uh, but that's all I've been up to. Cool. All right. All right, Nation. We're going to get into uh, the topic of this episode, uh, wrestling video games. Um, we got some stuff from the Nation. We reached out to you guys to let us know what sort of like your favorite games were, your favorite memories are, and stuff like that. Um, and we did say in the intro that this is not a very this is not going to be a good historical document for this wrestling shit video that games. we played exactly yes nation um, we've even we reached out to you as well which I, I don't know if anyone responded on instagram i'm really bad with that shit i got no, you better. I, no I, I don't think so so on instagram nothing on facebook a little bit um we reached out to the russell fuck boys who you guys have heard in uh previous russell specials um about this stuff so i'll i'll, I'll kind of skim through their thoughts sure. with video games when we kind of get to that area um but this again is not a if, if you're looking to the same sort of like content we give you for our Mario Kart episode, oh. Zelda, Mario, Pokemon, etc., Resident Evil, really, even though that episode got fucked up, um, this is not this. Um, also, we want to just kind of like just say out loud, there are a lot of Japanese wrestling games out there. Yes. Um, again, you could be the whole like, oh, the Japanese love wrestling and the Japanese make video games. So clearly... Um, so we'll kind of talk about a little bit of some of those as they come up, but this is not going to be a huge in-depth conversation like that. Also, we're kind of really just focusing on the games that are wrestling at its core. There are, you know, wrestling isn't everything. And I am paraphrasing a, uh, a YouTube video from Polygon that I watched earlier in the day that talks about how wrestling permeates all sorts of video games, whether it's through Yakuza, Streets of Rage, uh, Saints Row, Resident Evil, um, fighting games have like wrestling archetypes and shit like that. So like there is a huge 
like finger on the pulse of wrestling and wrestling moves and wrestling archetypes and themes and shit like that in pretty much any video game that you come across. Um, so we're not going to be talking about those. Um, I also want to make light to uh, Hardcore Gaming 101, Wrestling with Pixels. And I was going to hold it up to the camera, but we're not a visual medium, so fuck it. Um, this is a very pretty comprehensive book <laughs> as I'm fanning through it right now. And I made notes of just wrestling games throughout the ages, uh, pretty oh much going God. as early as uh, we'll talk about it. It's uh, tag team wrestling all the way up to not counting mobile or PC titles. I think WWE 2K18. Yes, that is the last listing. Oh no, I'm sorry, Fire Pro World, which we'll talk about. Um, so uh, I would recommend Nation, if you're into wrestling video games, definitely check those two things out. Everything is Wrestling from Polygon and Wrestling with Pixels, Hardcore Gaming 101 book. This is me holding it up. Not a visual medium. Um, so you ready to take this jump with me, Tommy? Yeah, I've been ready. Been ready. This motherfucker over here. Uh, Tag Team Wrestling, uh, 1983, arcade, NES. Um, this is one. This is like one of the first notable wrestling video games. Um, something you're gonna know is that pretty much the same people have been making wrestling video games since the fucking dawn of time. Um, whether that be um, AKI or Ukes or uh, Technos or something like that, like it's always going to be something like that. What was that, Tommy? The two Ukes. The two. The two what? The two Ukes. Yes, very good. Um, but tag team wrestling, I think I actually even have this NES cartridge somewhere. Um, it's unbranded. It is a, just a wrestling video game. Um, you know what? That is also something we have to say also. Um, a lot of these Japanese wrestling games were either A, converted to a American like license, whether it be WCW, WWF at the time, or completely like, let's just make up fucking characters. Um, so there is like a weird disconnect. It's almost like the early animes back in the day. Right. Like, you know, uh, it, it's, it's a cultural thing. Uh, it is man on man slapping meat everywhere, but it is, um, you know, you have uh, Asian people versus uh, Caucasian people. What do, you, what, what do you want me to say? Uh, but anyway, tag team wrestling, I think, is, is very notice, notable for being one of the first wrestling video games. One of the bigger wrestling video games, though, Pro Wrestling, uh, a.k.a. Famicom Wrestling Association, put out mm -hmm. on the NES, available on the NES Switch Online service. Uh, it's got Starman, it's got uh, a, a, a fucking Swamp Monster, it's got a bunch of shit. But we I, saw I think... Wrestle. What was that? We saw Starman wrestle. Did we? I wasn't yeah. that. No, what, wasn't he at the Kurt Angle uh, show that we went to in Jersey? I don't think so. Uh, maybe he was at the other uh, Jersey All Pro that I went to. It's it's possible. And Tom, thank you so much. That brings us to another point. Wrestling and video games just kind of like self-permeate each other. If you were to use like a Venn diagram, like there's a lot of overlap. We yeah. talked about it like wrestling goes into a lot of non-wrestling video games, but there is a lot of video games in wrestling. You have 
characters such as Starman, who legitimately shows up to wrestle, uh, the Super Smash Brothers, who showed up, uh, actually evolved into the Dark Order uh, yes. in AEW. Um, you have wrestlers who attribute a lot of rest. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot of video game into their gimmick or style or whatever, like um, uh, Perkins, Woods. Xavier Woods, Kenny Omega. Like you get a lot. There's a lot of overlap. Tom's face, man. That, that was I know. I knew as soon as I said Kenny Omega. That's the Hadouken. What was that? Oh yeah. Coolest thing you ever did, did was a Hadouken. Well, I mean, Kenny Omega, his whole name comes from the Omega weapon from Final Fantasy VII. I know. He's he's got the one-winged angel finisher. Like he, he's got a lot to attribute to video games. I know. I, I know just don't you see know. The, I and, just don't see the hype. I see what they're going for with him. I just don't like it. God damn it. You're quoting me. That's gimmick infringement, brother. And that's a Yep, that's a that's a drink. Tom, do you have any rest, uh, memories on pro wrestling? I know we were gonna try to play online, but it, this game is very archaic. So it really is. Uh, yeah. My memory actually comes from the other night trying to play it, and uh, <laughs> I just I just getting thrown out of the goddamn <laughs> ring. I no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I played it. It's on my Twitter at Tesherms. Um, yeah, no, it it is it is archaic. I would say, uh, reading about it, um, one of the revolutionary things about this game, using air quotes, was that you had a ref in the ring with you at all times, and um, that was real time in the sense that if you were to like uh, pin your opponent at one side of the ring, and the ref was on the other side of the ring, the ref had to make his way over to your side to count the pin and that count could be held against you and your opponent could kick out. So there's obviously a lot of like simulation-y parts that are kind of like that they tried, you know what I mean? Uh, And we're actually going to get to the lineage of pro wrestling in a little bit. Uh, But I want to talk about um, in uh, in 1989, I'm going to put a light on. I can actually fucking say, and Hey, that light doesn't work. Uh, Superstar Pro Wrestling, which then became WCW Wrestling uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. This is one of this is the first licensed wrestling video game. Uh, if Hardcore Gaming 101 is to be believed, so this they take this game that's called Superstar Pro Wrestling in right. the East in Japan uh, okay. over to the West in America and slap some WCW wrestlers on it, and there you go. Uh, we'll also have to talk about WWF WrestleMania, the first WWF game at the time, which came out for the NES on 1989. There's that. This isn't the the arcade WrestleMania game, which we're going to get into. Right, right. Um, but so we talked a little bit about Try. Uh, I'm sorry, we talked a little bit about pro wrestling. The developers kind of then took what they knew, and the developers of pro wrestling created the fire pro wrestling series um which is still going on today um that's pretty much the like the seed of the roots of the tree right there did you know that tommy you 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 know my feelings about fire the fire pro series i know your feelings of fire pro fire pro is, is very japanese focused it's very simulation heavy um i feel like you could custom the fuck out of that game which is like that's what kind of draws me into that series, but 
Um, it's a lot, and it's asking a lot for me, and I'm not going to do it. I know you won't. Yes, uh, but the Fire Pro combination tag came out in Japan uh, for the PC Engine 18, 1989. Um, that's the first Fire Pro wrestling game. Right. And that is, a, like I said, a franchise that's still popular to this day. Right. Yeah, because they, you know, they have, you know, Fire Pro Wrestling, you know, that came out in 2005, which I think was a remake of the one that you just mentioned. Um, Fire Pro goes through a weird, like, um, resurgence, comes back, kills itself, comes back, you yeah. know, like, it, it, and, then, it, it, and again, like, in Japan, I'm sure it's a completely different story. In America, we've gotten maybe four Fire Pro games. Yeah, because I, I think the last one that hit America was Fire Pro Wrestling World. Yes, that's correct. For the PS4, yeah. Yes. And it has a New Japan wrestling thing. I'll I'll, I'll touch on that briefly. Um, WWF WrestleMania Challenge 1990 came out for the NES. uh, Developed by Rare, uh, who obviously is now a Microsoft subsidiary, but like, you know, Donkey Kong Country, Banjo-Kazooie, Goldeneye, those guys did that shit. Right. So just wanted to touch upon that. Uh, WWF WrestleFest came out for the arcade we got to talk about this tommy because i think the the reason why we're doing this episode is because we have retro mania coming out in a in a few short days slash weeks for the modern consoles and wrestlefest is the progenitor of that game and um i I mean you have memories of wrestlefest right oh my god the amount of quarters i dropped into that game is stupid Sure. Um, you know, that game is honestly as odd as it sounds, is where I first came across uh Legion of Doom. Okay. Uh and that's where like Legion of Doom like became my all like my tag team. Sure. Like, um, you know, just that, you know, watching the title screen and them coming down with the shoulder pads and everything and Sure. Playing and doing the doomsday device in the game. It, it, was, it was oh so 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 goddamn good. I remember playing it in like the uh the bowling alley, like down the block by my house. Um again, the amount of money I wasted on not wasted, but you know, the amount of money I put into that game is ridiculous. Did you ever play it? I've never played WrestleFest. I played um, uh, what you call it, the WWF WrestleMania arcade game, which we'll get into. But okay, that um, one I never actually played. What was that? That one I never played. Okay. I remember, I remember seeing it. Sure. And I'd be like, uh, no, that's not WrestleFest. Right. No, I, I understand. There's a very there's, there's there's a clear like disparity because like obviously the sprite work for WrestleFest versus the kind of like. Um, realistic art style in the same sense as uh mortal Kombat for wrestlemania right it's very different um but again nation if you're all a fan of wrestlefest check out retromania that's coming out i believe on the 26th yes. um to modern consoles and shit like that um but but that that's kind of what i wanted to to point out for that um real quick we'll take a quick segue um king of monsters tom do you ever play these games 
uh, SMK, Neo Geo kind of shit. Rampage? Not Rampage, no. Imagine Rampage, but like isometric kind of beat-em-up style. No. Okay, well, King of Monsters are just like you take your archetypal monsters. Archetypal? Archetypal? Your typical type of monsters. And, you know, like your Godzilla stand-in, your Ultraman stand-in, your Ghidorah stand-in. And um, you are just just kind of fighting in a big city. Um, I remember having a lot of fun with this on the Super Nintendo. Hmm. So it was like Kaiju. Yes, exactly. Okay. I would definitely, Tom, if you remember, like YouTube it and you'd be like, oh, fuck, I played this, you know? Because I feel like everybody what? played this back in the day. What was it called? King of Monsters. King of Monsters? Yes. Are you going to live YouTube it right now? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'd like that. Why not? I'm here. So uh, um, before we, uh, Tommy's, while Tommy's doing that, um, we're going to talk about Saturday Night Slam Masters, which came out in 1993 by Capcom. Uh, Saturday Night Pud Smashers, more like it. One more time. Saturday Night Pud Smashers. Oh, God damn it. Um, I think the big claim to fame is that this gives Mike Hagar his backstory as being a wrestler. Uh, Mike Hagar from the uh, Fatal Fury Final Fight series. The fucking acronyms, bro. Give Fuck me up. Uh, but Saturday Night Slam Masters, there you go, or Pud Masters, whatever the fuck you just said. Oh shit, Neo Geo, yeah, those yeah. fucking Neo Geo machines with the, ugh, so annoying. I remember playing a lot of those at Pizza Hut. Yeah, I remember playing those at Nassau Mall. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I'm with you with that. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. Just see, that? seeing the intro screen of what King of Fighters. King of Monsters. King of Monsters. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, I definitely played this. Yeah, exactly. I feel like everybody played it at once because it's like, yeah. it's monsters, they're wrestling, they're fighting, you know? Yep. I feel like everybody played King of Monsters. Yeah. Yeah, that's just one of those things. Yeah. Uh, I do want to mention Natsume Championship Wrestling, which is available on the Super Nintendo uh, Switch app. Um, I tried playing that. It's not good. Right. Um, but to, to go back to what we were talking about earlier, um, that is a game that kind of was um, based around all Japan pro wrestling. Okay. And when they brought it to America, they're like, well, they don't know who these people are. So let's just make up people. And here we have Natsume Championship Wrestling. Like, whatever. Yeah, I I tried playing that. I kept getting thrown out of the ring. I was like, all right, I'm I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, and that is that that's the only reason why I wanted to bring it up was because it like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we have this wrestling game that's like has people like, uh, how do we bring it to the West? Uh, right. let's, make, let's make shit up because especially it didn't have a WCW or WWF license at the time. Uh, I do want to talk about Super Fire Pro Wrestling Special which uh, came out for the Super Famicom, did not come out for America, obviously, part of the Super Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, Tom, Tom, you know who uh, Suda, uh, Guichi Suda is? Suda 5-1? Doesn't sound familiar. He is the game developer who um, basically headlined um, 
No More Heroes and um, those games for Grasshopper Manufacturer. Okay. He got his break within the Super Fire Pro series. Um, he, big wrestling fan, obviously Travis Touchdown does a lot of wrestling moves and shit like that. Um, I just want to make a quick mention for this game because it's story who, uh, which Goichi Suda wrote deals with, uh, like a, like an original character who is going through, you know, the, the wrestling thing. It's basically, he basically wrote the wrestler for a video game. Okay. Um, but at the end, um, he kills himself. Because, you know, he can't, uh, I, I, I guess, he can't live without the glitz and the glamour of a, of a wrestling lifestyle. So is that like KFAB or is that real life? Like, 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 I mean, it's not a real person. He didn't like write a biography oh. on a person. He just created oh. a person and it was like, oh, like they... They they were a rising star. They peaked and then they were falling. And now what does he what does he do with himself? Uh, he kills Jeez. himself. That's dark. It is very dark. Yeah, and I feel like everybody mentions it when they talk about wrestling video games. So I feel like we had to. Never even heard anyone mention that game. Well, again, it's very it's very Japanese and did not come out here because I feel like if it came out here, ugh, God, it would get censored to fuck. Um, let's talk about WrestleMania, the arcade game, uh, put up my midway in 1995. Um, this was the more photorealistic wrestling game that was put out. Obviously midway was going real hard, hard with their, uh, Mortal Kombat engine. Yeah. This is also came out, like you said, around Mortal Kombat. I think this also came out around the time when they released the street fighter game where it looked like the, they tried to make it the characters look like from the movie street fighter oh you're saying street fighter the movie the game yeah right uh yes yes something around that time okay yes was this um, the no that was the one on suit was that super nintendo the one where like undertaker will just pull out a coffin and hit yeah. you with oh this was that game yeah same thing i mean it came out for arcade it came out for pretty much everything at the time um, and then we'll just roll into WWF in your house, which was kind of like the same engine. But yes, okay. it, it, it dealt it dealt with a lot of the comedy, comical aspects, a lot of the over the top aspects with American pro wrestling at the time. Yeah, I don't know what Yokozuna threw at you. I, I, salt, maybe I don't know. Uh, a fucking wonton, I don't know. I remember uh, doing you with a mallet. Yes, I, I was think... just about to mention that. Shawn Michaels would pull a ladder out of his ass. It's possible. Uh, I, I, again, if it's not like a very like over the top archetype, like I, I don't know. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, I don't know what he did. Bret Hart, I don't know what he did. Yokozuna, Bret Hart, probably Wonton, the clown, I, hammer, you know? Yeah, I think Bret Hart threw uh, sunglasses at you. Okay. That's, pre- that's, that's then, pretty much on par with his uh, his. And gaming. then and then cried wanting them back. There it is. There you go. There's Tommy showing his bias. Um, but that that's pretty much like what we're going to talk about with the um, at that point. Um, when we hit uh, the generation of consoles, the PS1, the N64, the Dreamcast, the Saturn, um, wrestling video games, at least in the West, that's where America is at. Yep. Um, hit a bit of a renaissance. And it kind of starts off big time 
with WCW versus NWO World Tour. Yep. Um, put out by AKI. Uh, I hope it's not that and it's not Aki. I don't know. I don't give a shit. They don't exist anymore, really. Um, but this came out for the N64, and this was a huge deal. Yeah. Um, the grappling system it had, the fact that it, it was pretty much cater-made for the WCW audience really did help. It wasn't just a matter of like, oh, it's a Japanese wrestling game. Let's just slap Hulk Hogan and Sting and Ric Flair in. Like, right. this game was made for that audience. Um, and this kind of started the um, kind of the ascent of there's four specific N64 video game wrestling video games. Yep. That we'll get into. Yeah, um, come, on. come on, just say it. No, we'll get there. Um, say the bullshit. However, um, and, and looking through this uh, Hardcore Gaming 101 book it is that a little no confusing. What was that? That no one can see. Yes, there. that's me holding it up. Tommy can say it. And that's no, all can't. that matters. My eyes are shut. Oh, fuck you. Um <laughs> I see. I'm very confused because WCW also had a licensing deal with uh, Inland Productions. Um, they put out WCW Nitro uh, for the PS1 and later N64 on Windows. Tom, you may know about this game. Um, this game is notorious for, again, probably because it was a CD medium or whatever. Um, they had on the character select screen, the wrestlers would cut promos on the player. As you chose them. Does this not ring a what, bell? What game was this? This is WCW Nitro. It was just called WCW Nitro? Correct. Yeah, you're going to have a hell of a time on YouTube for that. Look up nah, PS1 nah. game, PlayStation 1, whatever you want to do. There it is. There Came it right is. up, second one. Um, so basically in the character select screen, again, to show off the FMV bullshit of the PlayStation 1, um, when you would pick like Hollywood Hogan or Macho Man or Goldberg or Scott Hall, whatever, like they would Goldberger. yell at you. What was that? Did you say Goldberger? Goldberg. I thought you said Goldberger. Um, but that was like the big thing. The game was a complete step down from uh, WCW uh, NWO versus, uh, versus the world or whatever the fuck right. was called for the N64. Um, but notable in that sense, because I think a lot of people remember this game for that. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like the opening is just showing like highlights. Right. Of like, you know, like matches and such and like, okay. So let's see. You, you, you can go. I'm, I'm waiting to see right. if someone's going to pick um, someone. I want to talk about WWF Warzone 1998. Came out for the N64 and the PlayStation 1. Um, this was a claims um, first foray into like the 3D wrestling video games. Obviously, mm -hmm. claims slash Midway kind of like helped out with the arcade of WrestleMania and, and stuff like that. Um, but this is like the first up. Oh, Tom's cracking up. What do you got, Tommy? <laughs> Hollywood Hogan's yelling at me. Yep, there you go. Um, but WWF yeah, Warzone came out, um, and it was it sold a lot because again, wrestling at this time, you have to realize, nation, that wrestling at this time was really at a peak. 
Um, it was the Attitude Era. It was the uh, mid to late 90s for WCW. It was huge. Um, and regardless of the quality of the game, shit was going to sell because it had marketable characters. It had over-the-top right. wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, but WDF Warzone is notable uh, for that sense. Uh, in the same year, unfortunately, came WCW NWO Revenge, uh, which is the second WCW game for the N64, put up again by AKI. Uh, again, a refinement for that franchise. Fun fact, Raven is featured heavily in the marketing and he's on the yes. box art because uh, the developers liked Raven. So there you go. Yep, yep. So I, th- I think that that's pretty funny. Um, sidebar, I guess, like at this time, the company Yukes is around in Japan putting out uh, games based upon New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're going to get back to Yukes, obviously. Um, but again, to talk about our memories and to talk about our... Um, our favorite games. WF Attitude came out in N64, 1989. 1999 also gave us WCW Mayhem. Both not specifically great games, but was still kind of like refining their formula. Mm-hmm. Um, that also marks kind of like the end of THQ's partnership with WCW. Whether that means WCW thought they could do better or whomever was in power thought, you know, oh, this people, these people are a better fit, whatever. Uh, Electronic Arts is is how it turns out. Um, Yep. Uh, THQ then got into bed with WWF and then they produced WWF WrestleMania 2000. which people still love to this day. Again, another refinement from the WCW N64 games. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually the first wrestling game I've ever played. Okay. Because this really kind of like dovetails nicely into when I started getting into wrestling. You know, I was a huge Nintendo kid growing up, got into uh, WWF during the Attitude Era, and mm-hmm. what better thing? You know, let me just play WrestleMania 2000. And it was it was phenomenal, again because this is the first wrestling game I've ever played. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but a lot of fun, and um, to reach out to the Rude Nation, I know um, WCW, WWF 2000 was a huge hit um, with the creative wrestler, with the creative, with the uh, match types and shit like that. Mm-hmm. People did love it. Again, it, it, it's really the third iteration of AKI just doing their shit. Sure. Um, going, moving right along. Moving on. I do want to mention also AKI was putting out their own Japan exclusive video games. People love Virtual Pro Wrestling too. Um, that yeah. is what they consider to be the definitive game in that model in the WCW versus NWO revenge, whatever. Um, that's what people kind of like um, hold, put on a pedestal. Um, and it does a, 
has a lot of Japanese wrestlers and they could not, you know, they couldn't localize that because they had their own localization people. Uh, moving into the year 2000. In the year 2000. There it is. ECW uh, got into bed with Acclaim. So Acclaim, once THQ oh, got with WWF, Acclaim got with ECW. So um, out of the two ECW games, ECW oh, Hardcore Revolution. What was that? Where are both those companies now? Yeah, there you go. Um, also, THQ, what's going on? Um, oh, yeah. ECW Hardcore Revolution came out for uh, came out with a claim uh, for the Dreamcast N64, PlayStation One. Uh, very similar to their acclaim style of uh, wrestling video games. Also, in the year two thousand, Tommy, the first SmackDown game. Yes. Yeah. This. Yeah. SmackDown games for like two or three years were like everything. Like shit. Did you just finish that? Nope, I still got a little bit left. All right, finish it, wussy. No, we still got some time to go. We're in the year 2000, man. We're 21 years uh, removed. Oof. Um, yeah, no, nah, I, re- I, 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 re- I really enjoyed the uh, SmackDown games. Okay. Um, I think they were some, like, honestly, to me, I, I get slack for this. I like them better than you know the Super Nintendo ones, the No Mercies, the the uh, you know. The, I mean, I like the WCW games, um, but yeah, now the, like these ones, I, re- I I this one I really dug especially because it actually had. I believe this is the one that had an actual like three stages of hell match. Um, one of them did. I don't exactly know Where, which one. I I don't know that from yeah. not being like a PlayStation kid growing up. So, Yo, all I remember. If I was, I would eat every fucking SmackDown game up. But yeah, like I re- I remember me and my brother being up to like two, three, or, or three in the morning doing like best two out of five, three out of four uh, matches. Jesus Christ! Yeah, 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 yeah. And like I wouldn't pain my opponent until I busted them open. Sure. I understand that completely. Um, you know, and I believe those games also had like remember back in the day like how Austin would hit people with like, you know, how Austin would hit people with the chair. Like how like he would just like kind of hit them and just keep like running through them almost. Yeah. yeah. And how the and how the rock would just like bounce off and like fly at them, it, you were able to do that in those, in those, um, in, in those games, which is pretty sure. fucking cool. Yeah, no, I know. Um, so I know we put a pin in them, Nation. Um, the developer. This is where Yuke's comes back. Um, they were doing a lot of all Japan pro wrestling stuff in Japan, um, but they got into bed with, uh, I'm guessing THQ at the time, uh, and really WWF at the time to create an engine and a wrestling thing specifically catered for the West. Um, And this is where the SmackDown series um, originates from and their partnership really kind of dictates the, the next couple of decades, um, which we'll talk about Uh, again. Like I said, I don't have any memories for the SmackDown games because let me phrase it specifically SmackDown games. Once they became SmackDown vs. Raw, which we'll talk about, um, then I got into it because I was more of a multi-platform guy. But 
if I owned a PlayStation, I would have fucking gobbled this up because this was that peak, you know, wrestling fan charm. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. yep. Um, and Tom, in the same sense that, like, I know you had fun with SmackDown. I mean, I knew people who had fun with uh, WrestleMania 2000, you know, especially at no, the time. That That's, hey, that's, I think I played WrestleMania 2000 once. Sure. So I really don't have too there much. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really kind of funny because, like, just to take a to quick step back before we go into the next generation is, um, the fact that WWF will just put uh, in particular has one developer doing one game for one system and one developer doing one game for another system. Like it's just right. so weird. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to a point where all that stuff kind of like blurs. Um, but it uh, doesn't continue with WWF Royal Rumble, which came out for the Dreamcast. And I think its big claim claim to fame was um, it had like six or eight people in a ring at the time, which yes, it did for N sixty four and PlayStation owners was like unheard of. Um, in two thousand, acclaim shout out WCW Anarchy Rules, which was the second and last ECW game. Um, also, speaking of last games in a wrestling brand wcw backstage assault um i didn't hear that i know the dog was shaked uh wcw backstage assault okay uh came out for the n64 on the playstation one is notable for being the first uh wrestling game to not take place in a wrestling ring uh it was all backstage fucking arenas that's stupid very well wcw in 2000 so True. there you go um but that same year again it is a one-two punch because that game was shit wwf no mercy came out in 2000 um, right people still hold this game up on a pedestal um i won't deny that the fact that it refined what AKI was doing with its grappling system, with its um, cinematics, which it with its match types and other stuff. Um, I personally, so my memory of this game was that I was trying to make an updated roster um, because, again, this game is active. It came out in two thousand, so I'd imagine it uh, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand. So I imagine the roster was only updated as to 99, let's say. Um, so I was making an updated roster and uh, the game completely wiped my memory. And um, I don't have the cartridge down here. Again, we're not a visual medium, so it doesn't even matter, uh, but you will see it on my Instagram and you will see a dent on the cartridge because I've gotten s- such gamer rage with this game once I realized that it erased my memory. I ripped it out of the N64. I went downstairs um, to the to the front door. I exited the front door. I went um, onto the uh, the walkway, and I smashed it on some bricks. Uh, and to Nintendo's credit, their cartridges still hold up, and the game still works. However, um, that was how angry I was when the game 
kind of just failed me. And huh. that that is a lot of criticism that the game gets is because um, they try to do so much. And to be fair, it does succeed in a lot of the regards. However, it fails because there's, um, you know, technical issues, there's frame rate, there's stuff that's missing that wasn't, that was there in, you know, Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 or WWF uh, WrestleMania 2000. Um, but still, I, I think the pros outweigh the cons. And um, yeah, No Mercy uh, is still held up to this day. Like People want to know if games play like No Mercy. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. WWF SmackDown 2, Know Your Role, came out in 2000. Yeah, like the SmackDown games is when they were like, kind of like, hey, The Rock is hot right now. So, yeah, the next one will be called Know Your Role. Yeah. And then, oh, Brock Lesnar's hot. Uh, next one will be called Bring the Pain. Exactly, yes. Yeah, SmackDown, obviously. I mean, this was the last N64 wrestling game of note, WWF No Mercy. Uh, and obviously the PlayStation was killing at the time. So, right. you know, that's kind of where the WWF kind of put their hat on. Uh, yep. I do want to make a note, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, a, uh, I'm sorry, Fire Pro Wrestling came out for the Game Boy Advance in 2001. This was like kind of like the return for Fire Pro Wrestling um, in Japan. And this was the first Fire Pro Wrestling that America ever got. Hmm. Um, we don't have to talk about the Simpsons wrestling. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, WWF SmackDown, Just Bring It, came out in 2001. Um... SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth, came out in 2002. Um, real quick sidebar, the Legends of Wrestling series. Uh, once a claim was kind of done with uh, WCW, I'm sorry, ECW, they mm. wanted to still put out wrestling games, so they reached out to a bunch of legends at the time, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, uh, Snuka, Terry Funk, and yep. they wanted to make a Hall of Fame basic uh, Hall of Fame wrestling game. Yep, bunch of carny fucks, old fucks who want money. I mean, yeah, there you go. I mean, that, that that's why uh, Suda51 made that thing was like, well, I'll just kill myself. And, you know, they still want money. Uh, the first wrestling game for the Xbox came out, WWF Raw in 2002. Um, that would then end up getting folded um, later down the line. However, you had uh, your PlayStation 2, your GameCube, and your Xbox. All three of those would have their own unique wrestling game. Like that's such a weird thing to think about, especially now mm. when, you know, games are coming out on, you know, the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, slash PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X. Right. Um, in that same sense, WWE WrestleMania X8 came out for two, in uh, 2002. Um, actually, so Yuke's uh, Yuke's was doing the PlayStation and the GameCube shit. And um, the stuff for the Xbox is coming out and just different different people. It doesn't matter because it's not going to fucking matter in a couple years anyway. Uh, Legends of Wrestling 2, 2002. Uh-huh. Um, WWE Crush Hour, not a wrestling game, but it's like a twisted metal fucking bullshit thing. Yeah, that was horrible. Did you see any of those videos, Tommy? It's like Kane's cooking show or something like that. Was I supposed to watch them for this episode? No, you you weren't. I just figured oh, okay, you cool. would have seen that. Yeah, no, right, I didn't. Cool. 
This is me flipping you off. Because I watch stuff that you ask me to. I'm not going to do shit. I've been getting better at it. Okay, that's fine. Um, 2003, Tani, um, a wrestling game came out um, from AKI that was not WWF or WCW or even Ultimate Muscle at the time. No, my friend, they partnered up with uh, EA and uh, Def Jam. Yes. And they put out Def Jam Vendetta. Yes. Did you ever play this? I have not. And oh I, I was actually eBay. I, I was looking into eBay as far as getting a copy of this for the GameCube. Um, but oddly enough, man, people hold this to a very high standard. Yeah. Um, because I think it takes a lot of what works in the wrestling video games and then just throws like, you know, Busta Rhymes in there or DMX, you know, Method, Method Man. Man. And, like, you could throw them into trains. Um, yeah, I just remember just hours upon, like, it didn't have a create-a-wrestler mode. You didn't no. need to create a wrestler. Like, you had everyone there. Um, you, you know, I think I was playing as Ludacris, and I threw Snoop Dogg into, like, tra- oncoming traffic. Um, the music was, fa- like, fucking amazing so like yeah it had all you know you know all their music and such um very cool game very cool i think there was supposed to be a second one well so so there was um def jam vendetta jeff jam def jam fight for new york and i believe def jam icon i believe is the uh, trilogy of games um vendetta and fight for you north fight for new york are uh, I believe developed by the same per- uh, group and New York um, Icon is not at all what people wanted. Yeah, Icon was not good. I remember playing right. playing it briefly. I was like, "This is not Def Jam." Sure, this and, was and not good. Actually, recently, I think as as of last year, I think the Def Jam Games Twitter account, which is not a thing that really should exist in 2020 at the time um said that like oh if we get x amount of followers we're going to announce something cool and people were like oh it's def jam games they're going to announce a, a hd version of whatever the the, the games that people love right. uh, and they never did so fuck them wow that's that that. sad. <laughs> um so uh, those are like the little small forays into um not the big wrestling companies. Um, but anyway, moving on. Uh, WrestleMania 19 came out for the GameCube in 2003. Yeah. Raw 2, Ruthless Aggression, came out for the Xbox in 2003. There was a lot of fucking WWE slash F games. See, yeah, this is like that time, man. Like, this is like post-Attitude Era Ruthless Aggression that WWF, yeah. WWE is now starting to be like, let's capitalize on their video game uh, reach. And they're still juggling three different brands at that time between three different companies. Like with Nintendo and the GameCube, they have the WrestleMania slash uh, Day of Reckoning brand. Right. With Sony and PlayStation have the SmackDown brand. 
And with Xbox, they have the Raw slash WrestleMania brand. Um, but again, still wrestling at this time is, is, is huge to the point that um, Backyard Wrestling came out in 2003. Do you remember this, Tom? Uh-huh. This, this was not the ICP one. Uh, that would right. come a little later, but I mean, backyard wrestling was huge at this time. Don't get me wrong. I right, backyard right. wrestled. You backyard wrestled watched. No, not, not, not at all. I was so, all right. Nation, if you're, if you're unaware, um, I was a backyard wrestler. My name was Insomnia. And I was like the Kane Undertaker gimmick, basically. Like I had like a, a, a weird backwards hat that had the word dragon on it in fucking kanji. Um, a one lens uh, sunglasses on, a jacket. It was so fucking stupid. But I would not take a bump for the life of me. And that ha- has nothing to do with creative control. That has everything to do with me being a pussy and I was not going to get hit or beat or anything like that. But I feel like we all backyard wrestle. That time you didn't backyard wrestle at all. Minus no. the fact that you gave me a choke slam that time. And we front yard wrestled. That was front yard. Yes. I'm sorry. So no backyard wrestling. No. All right. Um, then you've never lived my friend. I'm all right. I would have broken. Yeah. You've never lived if you haven't backyard wrestled. I'll be all right. I think you will be. <laughs> You're all right now. So I exactly. back here, Russell. Look at me. I'm drinking my fucking self to fucking death. Um, 2003, SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain, another game which people hold to high acclaim. Um, and then in 2004, SmackDown versus Raw. That is the first of their series going forward. WWF kind of like started to consolidate um, their wrestling games. Uh, the Xbox wasn't doing so great that generation. Uh, the GameCube was still holding on with um, the Day of Reckoning series. But SmackDown vs. Raw kind of like comes out the victor of all of that shit. Um, Backyard Wrestling 2 came out in 2004. Showdown Legends of Wrestling, which was the last um, wrestling game and almost one of the last games Acclaim put out. Um, yeah. It had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Sting, Ultimate Warrior. A lot of the guys that WWF couldn't get at the time. WWE, I'm sorry. Um, Tom, did you ever play any of the Rumble Roses game? Uh, was that the... Was that where they took um, people from uh, girls from the Dead or Alive series and they put them in video games? No, you would think that because um, they are very uh, buxom and very archetypical of, you know, oh, you have a schoolgirl, here's a fighter, this girl's a pop star, uh, but they're all ladies. And uh, it was put up by Konami. And right. uh, Ukes also, so there you go. Spreading their wings and flying. Uh, but R- Rumble Roses becomes a um, a little bit of a series, a little bit of a franchise for, I think. Yeah, I, yeah I vaguely remember it. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania 21 came out for the Xbox in 2005, uh, put out by the this company called Studio Gigante. John Tobias, who made um, the Mortal Kombat series with Ed Boon. 
he did that shit, um, and this was uh, the last last one of that. So good job murdering that. WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. This is when we start getting to the. Um, this is kind of where the WWE is putting their branding behind on their video games, yep. and how it's becoming annualized. Um, so that hits the PlayStation 2 and the play, uh, PlayStation Portable in 2005. Also in 2005, WWE Day of Reckoning came out for the GameCube. Last GameCube re- uh, wrestling game in that sense. Um, in 2005 also, again, to kind of like put a little uh, finger on the pulse, Fire Pro Wrestling Returns for the PlayStation 2. Which I know this is the game that Tommy was not a fan of. No. For reasons. For reasons, yes. Um, Notable in the sense that it is like the second Fire Pro Wrestling to ever come to America. Right. Out of like, it had to have been like 12 different iterations in Japan. Um, And then at this point, SmackDown vs. Raw is the WWE's flagship video game franchise. Yes. Um, Nintendo has moved on with the Wii. Microsoft has moved on with the Xbox 360. The PlayStation 2 is still kind of like kicking along. So now all the games are going to be branded under the same banner. There we go. Uh, And it's really pretty much starts with WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, which came out for the PS2 and the 360. Um, SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 came out for those systems, plus the Wii 2009, same thing. Uh, TNA had a video game, yes, they did. They did. Um, was uh, I know we were talking about Acclaim a little bit, but they're um, little kind of like company they kind of get in bed with a lot. Midway, this is one of their last games they put out. Right. So their last hurrah into the wrestling video game business. Um, this game looked incredible. Yeah, it actually it played pretty well too. Right. I mean, I do remember playing it. Um, the controls actually weren't garbage. Um, That's high praise. Much like much unlike the product that they were putting out. TNA we're out. talking about or. TNA. Ah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, no, I do remember playing it. it. It had this whole thing where it was, uh, oh, what the fuck was it? Like, you started off as suicide, and you were going for, like, the championship belt. Yes. So. And that kind of yeah, nah. that kind of references a lot of, um, um, how do we say it? Like a lot of like bleeding into the other's industry where um, the character known as Suicide got his start in a video game to yep. hype up the video game. Like wrestling is video games and video games is wrestling. Like that's, that's yep. pretty much where, where it all is. Um, but like I said, this game looks incredible. And I think because a lot of it has to do with Ukes just kind of like constantly churning out a new game every year. Um, and at this point, we're in 2008. So, like, they're going to feel a crunch in about a decade's time, almost. Um, but they did kind of, like, refresh their shit with WWE Legends of WrestleMania, which was their first 
you know, SmackDown vs. Raw branded game in a little bit. Right. Um, and this was actually the first, like, WWF Legends game. WWE. I don't know why I keep saying WWF. I'm sorry. WWE Legends game. Um, probably because they saw a lot of their legends being like, oh, I'm going to get video game deals here or there or whatever. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were like, no, you're ours. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you're, you're my likeness, Andre the Giant. Did you play this game, Tom? Which one was it? Legends of WrestleMania. Yes, actually, I did. I remember playing this game. I feel like it was a lot. Arca- they were trying to make it arcadey to kind yeah. of like just go with the spectacle of like, you know, press a button and Hulk Hogan um, body slams Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah really no, cool I, concept. I, I wish that they would kind of like delve into that more. Uh, and I know they did in later iterations, but. You know, we're talking about 2021. Um, and then it's just, it's at this point, man, it's like WWE, SmackDown vs. Raw, this year, that year, this year, that yeah, year. It's um, like, they really weren't not creative at all. No, because it, it, it kind of fell into like the Madden archetype of video games where it's mm-hmm. just like, we got to put out a new game with a new roster and maybe tweak, you know, the submission system or the weapon system or the matches or something like that. Like, you know, they would do minuscule amount of um, changes, again, to their own detriment because they're trying to hit a certain time. Um, They would get a chance to do shit like WWE All-Stars, which was kind of like an arcadey game. Honestly, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember that. And, and I know a lot of like uh, the newer WWE Battlegrounds owes to that because of the over-the-top moves. Like you do a powerbomb, you throw the dude up in the air and you catch yeah. him and slam him. Like, you know, it's shit like that. I, 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 I almost bought Battlegrounds. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, in order to research, right? Yeah, but then I was like, I can't justify $25. No, absolutely not. It looks, we'll, we'll talk about Battlegrounds a little bit. Um, Lucha Libre, AAA, Heroes del Ring. Um, I never Fuck. played it. I'm Fuck pretty sure you dude. never played it. Fuck this game. So <laughs> I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna illuminate the rude nation into our story with this. Um, we were going oh to we were hyped for this game because it's like a new wrestling game. It's put out by Konami. We're like, okay, cool. Like it's got AAA stars, Lucha Libre stars. Cool. The pre-order bonus, my friends, at the time was going to be a Lucha Libre mask. And we're like, yes, sign me up. Put it on the dotted line. Let's go. Um, Then they realized that, like, yeah, these masks would be choking hazards and we'd kill a whole bunch of people. So then we're like, fuck you. I can't believe you did this to us. We're done. And the closest we ever got to actually with this game um at all is when i stole it from a guy's table when we went to a uh, house of glory show in jamaica in your arrest me sorry what in your defense Uh uh-huh you don't really remember doing that you know what's funny when i was trying to gather up all the wrestling games i have um to you know take pictures with with my drinks and shit like that um I, it was a it was a, a a fleeting thought I had where it was like oh where's a triple A 
uh, the Lucha Libre game. And I'm like, oh, right. I never touched that game, so I sold it. So there you go. Oh, nice. Um, also, Lucha Libre AAA has a uh, notoriety of being part of one of the worst uh, E3 press conferences where it's like La Parca and um, what the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, is it Silver King or like Dr. Death or something like that, where they just beat each other up during the press conference or something like that. Fucking oh, stupidity. Um, I, I, you know what? I applaud people for trying to make a wrestling game, but it's like, dude, no, stop. Yeah, it's seriously. Uh, Tom, you remember Hulk Hogan's main event, which came out for the Xbox 360 Connect? No, I don't. Um, I think you might remember the box art if you look it up. Uh, but apparently Hulk Hogan decided he was just like, you know what, brother? I'm going to make my own video game and it's going to be the best uh, video game, brother, you you, uh, you can find. I remember what looking was- at that box art with you at a GameStop. What was it called? Hulk Hogan's main event. Hulk Hogan's main event. Yes. Uh, it was a connected video game, so already you're off to a great start because now you want to get a whole bunch of fucking schlubs to act out wrestling moves in front of a camera that I'm sure the government has nothing to do with. Oh, God, yeah. There it is. Oh, yeah, no. Yep. No, no, fuck yeah. that. I might waste yeah. my time. Yeah, there you go. Um, but that came out in 2011. Also came out in 2011. WWE 12. So this is now the new branded WWE game uh, that came out at the time for the PS3, the 360, and the Wii. Had Randy Orton on the cover. Um, basically, all the wrestling games put out by WWE are now homogenized under one brand. That's like WWE 13. Um, Between the year 2013 and 2012, THQ kind of basically goes under. Sorry, guys. And then the 2K series picks up the WWE brand. WWE 2K14 happens. 2K15 happens. 2K16 happens. 17, 18. 19. uh, And 19. Hey, spoiler alert. Um. But we do want to mention, again, the one thread that's kind of like kicking behind all the westernized wrestling video games is Fire Pro. And there was a new Fire Pro game that was produced in 2017 that came out for the PlayStation 4. And it had a lot of New Japan Pro Wrestling guys. It had some licensing. And I'd have to say, like, I think in this day and age it worked out because with the internet and with streaming services and the internet and the internet and social media, like people are more aware of wrestling games more than ever. Yeah. If they don't like the, what 2k is putting out and why would they after what fucking 2k 20 was, um, they want to find alternatives. And if fire pro does that for them or, um, the wrestling empire which was made by one dude and put out on the switch does that for them or what aew is trying to do in their future games does that for them or retromania in a few short days does yep. I, I i think wrestling games right now it, it's weird because it was it was such a big bubble that blew up 
and then burst really kind of once WCW and ECW kind of went under and then kind of shrunk down a bit, but now is more niche. Um, and I, I think tries to cater to the fans more than anything. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I, I yeah, I like a lot of those games, like, I think the last WWE game I played was probably the one that we played at your house where uh, you took control of my legs. Right, yeah. So, uh, I mean, Nation, video game-wise, like, once games start coming out annually, it starts coming off the rails. I feel like the last WWE game I physically owned might have been WWE 13. Um, Because, I mean, I don't remember owning 14 or 15 or 16 or 17. Um, So I feel like it was that, yeah. 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 It's just kind of like a lot of these games are just, like you said, annually, it's like, all right, enough. We need something different. Exactly. Like nothing, nothing changed in those years except for in 2K20, where Becky Lynch's skull was, uh, scalp was coming off of her skull. Right. And and a, a lot of that has to, yeah, it does have to deal with the developers getting burned out. That was really kind of, I think, where the wheels not necessarily fell off, but like they fucking just ripped them off the wagon because now 2K is doing their shit internally. Uh, yeah. Because Ukes was just straight up burnt out. Like they were yeah. just doing the same game every year, which, hate to say it, is a Western kind of mentality um also western mentality is unions so hey um there's my two cents for the episode um but that's kind of where the disparity happened because again the uh, thq uh, 2k has to hit a certain deadline and if they don't have a development company that can do the game they need they're going to go someplace else because they're going to lose out on their money and etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's why you have shit like WWE 2K20 and everything that went wrong with that game. Yep. Um, and that's why you have you trying to do something different. And that's why you and have AEW trying to do something different. A lot went wrong. <laughs> and Nation, if you're unaware, you should definitely check that shit out on YouTube. Oh, God, it's horrible. Yes. Um, so I think that's our big wrestling video game retrospective. Yeah. Um, like we said, Nation, there's going to be a ton of wrestling video games. W- there's going to be a WWE 2K22 at some point, presumably this year, um, because I guess Battlegrounds hopefully refresh them to do something different. I don't fucking know. AEW's got their hands in the mix. And like we said, you have Retromania coming out in a couple days if that's what you like. Um, so... I don't want to say it's 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 a fine time to be a wrestling video game fan. Uh, it's not a good time because it's not at the peak that it was during the Attitude Era, the late '90s, early 2000s, where you had just fucking companies pumping out everything. Um, but it is there is something to cater to yourself. Oh, absolutely! Like, yeah, you know, the only reason I would get 2K24 
299 right now is just to watch these bloopers that I'm watching. Like, as I believe it. Some reason. Just to kind of get into like the the troll uh, mentality of it. Oh God, yeah. Apparently, like when they were wearing shoes, like it wasn't the shoes weren't all the way on. Oh God, uh huh. Yeah, there were random tails showing up on people. Eyes, eyes coming. Oh God, it's a nightmare, dude. He's watching it right now. Oh my god! Yeah, live reaction. Um, and again, video game development is tough. I'm not going to say it's easy. Um, I mean, look at Cyberpunk, one of the fucking hyped video games of the the, the past fucking decade, was a goddamn train wreck for fucking PS4 and Xbox One. So, yeah. you know, it's hard, man. That's why games like that play on PC? There you go. But real quick. Do you have any memories from any like wrestling games or not really? Um, I mean, I, I feel like I kind of talked about them as as we came. Um, yeah. Like, I remember playing a or, or again WWF WrestleMania 2000 was one of the first video game wrestling video games I played. Um, I had a, a, a good time with that. No Mercy, same thing. And then I really got into like the I don't even think I owned a SmackDown vs. Raw game. I think it was just after maybe WWE 12 or something like that. Like I started right. getting into it. Uh, and then I would play with yourself, Tommy, or I would play with um, the boys when we were getting yeah. ready for a wrestling pay-per-view. So I really don't have a lot of um, big multiplayer wrestling um, okay. memories. I, I did own Fire Pro um, maybe for like a month um, and again, I, I'm 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 feeding into your hatred to it um, because it just wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiggle that in front of you. I know you will. Yeah, fuck. No, uh, you're it. There you go. Yeah. Oh. What? I'm talking about your. Um, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You losing your mind over there, there pile driver face. I can't believe I drank the whole thing. I can't either. I can't believe you made it through this whole thing, drinking that whole thing. You must have had a good dinner. I mean, I feel very um, inebriated, so. All right, let's wrap this up before you die on me. And on that note, Rude Nation, thank you so much for joining us with the uh, big time wrestling video game episode. Um, it, it was it was a uh, very special for us. I think like we. Um, I think so. Yeah. You know, we are big video gamers. We're big wrestling fans. So when both um, fandoms kind of like meld into another, we're we're we're, we're into it. Um, I think I think I don't want to speak to Tom, but I feel like we're both a little lapsed when it comes to the um, wrestling video games that are popping out now. But we're we're very optimistic. And again, Retromania. Coming out in a couple days. I re- I I've been I've been so looking forward to this game that I'm like God. If it sucks, just just whatever, man. Just, just fucking just. Ugh. I'll be so twisted. I don't think so I, I, You know what? I I think you will be. You're gonna pick it up day of Tommy. If it's physical, yeah. What if it's not? You're going to download it day of or no? No, I get physical media. All right, cool. Got to um, keep the stores alive, man. Got to keep the stores alive. But um, 
I think you'll be um, you, you'll be pleasantly surprised with that game. Um, but Nation, thank you again for joining us. Um, we are on all types of social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just search for Rude Boys Four Six Nine. Um, we have our own YouTube page. We have a YouTube. Yeah, Tommy. Um, you can find us at bit.ly forward slash RudeBoysRudeTube. That is all lowercase. It is. Um, but that's our YouTube page. Um, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in um, for the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. But we hang our hat over at the Podbean Network, and you can find us at rudeboys.podbean.com. Pile drive that bean. Yes, I love that. Um, it's gross, but I love it. Um, <laughs> if you want to uh, reach me, Chris Sherman, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Tesherms, T E H underscore S H E R M S. If you want to get me, you get me at Tommy underscore cash, and at 80, and that's cash with a K. Damn it. You almost had it. It's the whole cash with a K and then like the 80 gets thrown in the mix. Like it's it's a tough. It's a toughie. We'll have to work on it. My life's hard. It's the worst, man. Let me tell you. It's hard out there to be a pimp. Um, but that's gonna do it for this episode, Nation. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, next episode. Ooh, I mean I, I like this one. Um, because I'm you know, I'm reading. Uh, but my docket, I can clear immediately because it is the first Trading the Backs of 2021. Trading the Backs Volume 4, next episode of the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. Uh, Tommy and I are going to trade some paperbacks, trade some trade paperbacks, and uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to be uh, some fucking uh, superhero shit. So we like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking what to torture you with. Well, Tom, you got a couple days to uh, figure that out. I know exactly what I'm giving you. Uh, even though I was going to give you like some Venom shit next time, but uh, Venom, 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 Venom. Um, we'll have to do that for the for the sequel coming out soon. Um, Fine, five, yeah. But I know exactly what I'm giving you. Tom's going to figure mm-hmm. that out, and then we're going to talk about it next time on the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. Thank you, Rude Nation, for joining us, and have a great day. Stay sexy. This has been a presentation of the Rude Boys Podcast Network. Um, oops.